Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> it's Every time. <laughs> it's funny. Well, I'm not a comedian or, you know, author, right. speaker, so I just say bestie. Yes. Thank you for being here, Catherine. I could say co-host. Yes. Co-host. Well, let's well, whatever. Tr- okay, so mm-hmm. let's try that for the next recording, the next episode. Mm-hmm. So tune in to the next one, folks, where Catherine is going to reveal that she's a co-host. <laughs> in case you didn't pick up on that. Welcome. Welcome to our little pod lab. We're in a new space. We're excited because we have expanded. Yeah, it's really nice. It, comfortable it is uh-huh. it is uh so a uh, little backstory mm-hmm. i'm the mother of five sons they they're all grown now and the fifth one number five the baby he moved out and that's what now is the pod lab his room yeah and it, uh, also we have a much bigger window now oh yes we had we a the little <laughs> prison window mm-hmm. <laughs> we were previously recording from my master bedroom closet and i did ask my husband to put a window in there it, it was a long it's a long story but it was a conversion renovation where he converted the one car garage into a master suite so it had a had a, it was all garage and now it's a master bedroom closet bathroom hallway suite yeah it's sweet in two ways it's a suite that is sweet yes and we're out of it now yeah out of the closet <laughs> Yes, we are. And I'm liking, I'm really liking this space. Yeah. It's way bigger and it doesn't feel quite so claustrophobic, mm-hmm. even though the other space, because of the little window, but the joke is it's so little that it literally is like a prison window. Like I couldn't get my head or my other end out of it. Yeah. I could probably wave my hands out. Well, we couldn't see out of it and let, well, except for tree in the distance right like the top of it right Mm -hmm. so i don't know what the good it was like a vent (laughs) a mail slot (laughs) just in case we need a mail slot so here we are in our new pod lab which is a pretty decent sized bedroom former former bedroom now um pod lab Mm -hmm. and we're bringing you this episode and it is on the topic of pets yeah so that's what we do if you're new to our podcast every week we bring a different topic and we discuss it Mm -hmm. and we are curators of the internet looking for information to bring some value to you about that topic and then at the end of the broadcast we will point you to jesus in his word Mm -hmm. in some way yeah so let's dive into pets Catherine. hey let's go well who are we sponsored by oh i forgot about our sponsors yes Mm -hmm. we have two sponsors right now Mm -hmm. muffin and Pooh, our husbands right ron and kenny yeah thanks guys (laughs) <laughs> they're not listening <laughs> well sometimes they do yeah but i think they hear our voice enough in their head they're probably like i need a break yeah so we we're grateful to them that they are supportive of us doing this podcast and soon we are going to launch an opportunity for you listeners to become sponsors that's on our goal sheet it is so look forward to that yeah so that's going to be coming up. And so let's dive in here, Catherine, on our thoughts and feelings and experiences. What say you about pets? Well, I have one. I know you do. Mm-hmm. Macy. 
Do you know what kind of dog? Do you know like the... Well, she. we were told that she was a mix between um, a collie and a lab. But we really think that she's... Uh, she doesn't look like a collie to me. No, other than under her neck, she has that thick hair. Yeah, like she a looks like has. a greyhound. Well, that's exactly what I was getting at, yes. She's got these we long legs. that she's a greyhound. Yeah. Either that or a gazelle, because that's what <laughs> yeah. she looks like when she runs. Yes, and she does run Oh yeah, fast, and she jumps. Yes. Like Santa's she flying leaps. reindeer. She leaps. Yes, she does. Mm-hmm. Like Rudolph mm-hmm. <laughs> put a nose and some antlers on her, dress her up. <laughs> All right, well, tell me about your, like, what, so, so what's your vibe with pets? Hmm. <laughs> Dare I say? <laughs> yes. Okay, here it goes. I'm not really one for pets okay I, I um i love people yes and uh, i joke i or i joked at the beginning of this that kenny is my pet <laughs> <laughs> but what i mean by that is that he's my companion he's my mm-hmm. buddy and um that's enough for me mm-hmm. so and you know some people say oh but if you grew up with one well guess what i did i okay. grew up you grew up your whole life with a pet? My whole life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ginger. Ginger. Yeah. Do you get along, you and Ginger? Well, I don't remember ever really... really Bonding? No. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. She was a sweet dog. Okay. My sister and my brother did, definitely. You know, they yeah. pet her and things like that. Um, but I just feel like I'm, I must have dismissed her a lot. Mm. Okay. Um, but anyway, and we also had a cat, Bogey, and okay. the cat was cute, but there again, but she would run away when you tried to pet her, you mm, know. Cats have their own ideas about life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then in my married life, uh, we didn't have much luck with pets mm. so our son when he was real young he had a like a reptile um thing that he and he had a fish tank that spilled <laughs> all over an aquarium right that um he and my nephew <laughs> got into when they were real young and the aquarium was on top of their dresser and our house was very new at the time and the aquarium whatever they did though all of the water in it just went all over and that's a so, mess that's a big mess. Yeah. And uh, we had, let's see now, we had two cats. And they ended up um, going uh, to the bathroom in the house rather than their litter box. So that was a problem. That is a problem because most people say that cats generally are easier in that regard mm-hmm. than dogs because you don't have to let them out. Mm-hmm. So if they're still, and you know, not doing what cats are supposed to do Mm -hmm. and we couldn't figure out what the issue was we think that um one of the cats was jealous or mad at the other one and so we tried to do two separate litter boxes um, but that didn't seem to work either and so they just get you know it would have been much easier if god would have allowed animals to just talk because they seem to use their feces and urine to communicate. You know, like they mark their territory. Mm-hmm. Like, this is mine and I want this. And Well, I do believe they have their way of talking to each other. Like whales. I think it's whales. Like, they communicate. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 
So they, but they don't hold the conversation. They're basically just saying, I want food. I want sex. I want food. I want sex. And that's that's enough for them. Okay. You know, they, they, I, I think they do communicate. The one cat was ticked at the other and the other was like, fine. I don't care. Right. They say it in their animal way. Well, meow, that's what I mean. Meow, it, meow, it, meow. <laughs> it would be way easier if they could just talk. Okay. But okay, yeah. so that's so you've had your share of Yes, then we had living a, things. a little puppy, uh, Sandy, and oh, that was disastrous. She was not trainable. We even found that out when she was taken to a trainer. Oh. And they said this this dog is not trainable mm. so that was that then we got an then we got an, another dog and he had distemper which we didn't know of course when we first got him mm. and now we have macy and she's <laughs> she's healthy she <laughs> and she gives she's uh you know our daughter ellis loves macy yeah i think emily does too ellie really looks after her makes sure it's, it's really ellie's dog really yeah and kenny loves her too yeah so. yeah but ellie is the one who makes sure that she's got her pills and vet stuff and mm-hmm. all that stuff so that's good mm-hmm. oh cool mm-hmm. and sometimes believe it or not mm-hmm. like i will have a soft spot here and there for macy you know mm-hmm. especially when no one's home i'm like macy <laughs> it's just me and you, you and me <laughs> So in a nutshell, you're not necessarily the animal lover in the house, but you live with animal lovers. And mm-hmm. so therefore, kind of by default, mm-hmm. you... Because I love the pet. people I live with. Right. And, and they wanted a pet. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. And I'm off the hook. You know. As far as what? Well, as far as got what they wanted and they don't have to get like extra from me. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Where are we going with this conversation, Kat? Is this a different topic now? Did we just make a U-turn? What happened? They, uh, let's see. Okay, you're right. That sounds odd. Sounds suggestive, Okay, I guess. But they, the dog can make them happy. Okay. I don't have to always make them happy. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how this is going. Well, I give you kudos. Kudos to you, my friend, because... You know, there are a lot of people who wouldn't um, wouldn't tolerate something that they're not necessarily into for the sake of the loved ones that they live with. There are a lot of people who just would be like, no, I'm not tolerating this because this is not what I'm going to tolerate. You fill in the blank with what it is. Yeah. Right. I suppose. So there was a long period of time where I did say no pets, although no. Well. It didn't last long, as as I just said. We had you just went over the yeah, whole I just went over all the pets. a whole bunch of pets. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I will share our pet story. Mm-hmm. Do you remember animal stories from? Yes, Larry high Lou Jack, yeah, and, and little Tommy, Tommy. Oh, Uncle Lair, sure. and yes, little Tommy. I sure Weird do. stories about animals. Yeah. Well, our animal stories. We had. We've had a couple of cats. One of them we had to to rehome somewhere else because we had like an allergy issue mm-hmm. in the home. And that was many, many years ago. And the other one, and in fact, at that time, the first cat, we only had three kids at the time. Mm-hmm. And we it was an obligatory pet. 
Sure. You know, they wanted a pet. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get a cat because it'll go in the litter thing and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out there was allergies. So we had to rehome. Darn for you. I know. I'm like, well, tr- we tried. Yeah. Well, then we got another cat that we adopted some way, somehow. And we lived out in the country next door to you guys mm-hmm. at the time. And that was O'Grady. You yes. Remember? O'Grady oh, was yes. a great cat. Mm. Like, because she was outside. Yes. <laughs> and so it <laughs> well, worked. It worked well because it wasn't an issue with the allergies. Mm-hmm. And O'Grady was like in her, in her haven. Mm. She was catching all the mice and putting them at the doorstep. Like, look what I did. Mm-hmm. And she was a great cat. Mm-hmm. And then the neighbor across the street felt sorry for O'Grady. Because she was outside. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. But she was head to toe for, I'm saying, you mm-hmm. know, and we would bring her into the garage at night. Oh, did you? Yeah, mm. we did. Okay. When we could find her. Yeah. Him. It was a him. Oh, it was right. a him. It was him. Mm-hmm. Find him. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the neighbor took him mm-hmm. and had him in her house, which. And let me ask you, mm-hmm. he still had his claws, right? He oh, wasn't declawed? 100%. Yeah. Yes. So he, so being outside was. Because he had to be he's... able to do his thing. Otherwise, right. I don't I don't think you can kill a mouse with. A, with you, I think they use that. Like, it's like their fork and knife. You know, like. Oh, well, it's <laughs> their defense for sure from the other critters. <laughs> right. And they got to be able to climb trees. Yeah. All right. So O'Grady, uh, the neighbor took O'Grady because she felt sorry for him. And I really didn't care. If she had him or not. Because mm-hmm. I was like, well, <laughs> one less thing for me to do. I've got five boys I'm taking care of. But I could, and I could see O'Grady walking in her house mm-hmm. on her furniture. Because when you say took, that was, you mean without permission. Yeah. Right. Like theft. Yes. Like she was literally like a cat day, burglar. You're like, where's the cat? And then you look over across <laughs> the street. Her, and you're like, hey, wait a second. Except I wasn't like that. I wasn't like, hey, wait a second. I was more like, oh, good. I don't have to worry about well, feeding him or whatever. A little bit. You no. were a little surprised. Like, well, wow. Yes. I was surprised at the move that the neighbor made because I right. thought that's a pretty bold move. Yes. And it was my kid who was upset about it because mm-hmm. my kid really liked it was his pet. Yeah. So was it I. Nate? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I had to make the call to the neighbor. And I'm like, look, I see my cat (laughs) at your house. (laughs) You got to send him back. It's it's the kid. You know, the kid kid is sad. So so we had to have that discussion. And then it turned out that O'Grady died anyway. Yeah. Climbed up a tree and never came down. And I don't know if he was afraid of something or what. I don't know what happened. She didn't give the cat back either, did she? Not really. She was no. just, she was kind of like, well, you don't take care of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, which maybe, and I, I mean, maybe that was the case for the, I don't know if the cat was happy or not. He seemed like he was happy. He well, was, he always went home. He did. To your house. And, and, well, until she was luring him away with mm-hmm. food and stuff, you know. And then, well, so there's and the loyalty the of the cat. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't have thumbs. Can't get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's stuck in there. Anyway, it was a great cat cat purposes mm-hmm. you know my doing the mouse thing yeah fantastic for that well and for the love that it gave yeah your, your yeah. son yeah, yeah yeah so so there's that so judge as you will <laughs> as we do <laughs> on that but it was that was that and we did have a dog for a period of time but mm-hmm. we got the wrong type of dog yeah reuben yes reuben mm-hmm. we got an american bulldog and it was cute as a little puppy but it and we had the five boys and it Reuben would listen to only my husband and my first two sons who were teenagers at the time. 
and with the, deeper they, voices deeper voices and they were grown and big you know and Reuben would not give me the time of day or listen to me at all mm-hmm. nor to my three younger boys mm-hmm. so there was the power struggle with Reuben the pack yeah, he thing got aggressive yes and he got aggressive with my youngest mm-hmm. and so a good friend of mine who's a vet tech she said the mistake you made here was you got the wrong breed Mm-hmm. You you really needed a different breed. So we rehomed Reuben to a single guy who was muscular and like he could wrestle with him and mm-hmm. play with him and do all that stuff. And it worked out great, mm-hmm. we think. And you got the pet, you got Reuben because of your love for your child, right? Yes. Because he, he wanted a pet so badly. Yes. And so but wrong you, decision. Mm-hmm. It was a total emotional decision that's how it was when we got macy don't ever do that listeners do not ever because a pet first first thing that well we're going to get into this in a minute Mm -hmm. but just table that thought Mm -hmm. do not make a a quick emotional decision with a pet Mm -hmm. you have got to really think things through and we're going to get into that in one second i want to talk about the guinea pig and the betta fish Mm -hmm. those are two other pets that we had Guinea pigs, oh, it's cute, right? And adorable and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But they don't like to be all by themselves. Yeah, I didn't know that. Until I didn't either. We, right. They're more social. So they like mm-hmm. to be with other guinea pigs. Mm-hmm. So I think our guinea pig was depressed. It was just not going well with the guinea pig. And the kids were not into it. So I had to rehome the guinea pig. And I found this woman who did like a guinea pig rescue and she put them in their little, like, groups. Like, they, they're very social. So they're, like, little small groups of guinea pigs. And they were happy as could be. So that didn't work. They talked to each other. I guess. And then we did a betta fish. And oh, yeah. the betta <laughs> fish, they're so colorful and adorable, right? And we had it in a bowl. And I put the water in the bowl to the top of the bowl. You can't do that. No, right. I didn't know that. I didn't know that you did that. You didn't. You left that part out when you are telling me about I, who it didn't say fill to here Mm -hmm. and i put the water up too high and the fish jumped out of the bowl (laughs) and i didn't know it was the middle of the night i get up the next day and it was a black fish on the counter Mm. betta fish committed suicide Mm -hmm. so that was the end of our of our pets story Mm -hmm. and i have a grand pet now yeah you do i have a grand dog Mm -hmm. (laughs) but as you pointed out it lives a thousand miles away but when she visited a couple months ago, she came and stayed at my house, mm-hmm. and it was fine. Very nice. Yeah, it was all good. Good. Yeah. So oh, that's our story. And I'm not really a dog person either. I mean, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not a dog person in terms of like I don't long to have a dog. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy for other people that have dogs. The same here. Very happy. Yes. And when I had mm-hmm. cancer a few years ago, mm-hmm. so I'm a breast cancer survivor. I'm now five yeah. years cancer free. Yes. So that's Very praise good. the Lord. But Catherine was with me. We mm-hmm. went to the this hospital for treatment. Mm-hmm. And remember the dog therapy? Uh, sure do. Well, they had this dog therapy ministry or whatever you want to call it. And the person just assumed that I would like the dog to come over by me, mm-hmm. you know, while I was getting, I was actually getting a back rub, if you recall. They had massages. Mm-hmm. They had a massage chair. We were waiting chair. for the for the back rub. Massage. Well, I was right. in the chair. I was in the. We were in the waiting area, yeah. waiting yeah. for the doctor or whatever. But I was in like this chair that you would like lean over, and I was getting my shoulders rubbed. Mm-hmm. And this other person came along with the therapy dog, mm-hmm. 
and I really didn't want to pet the therapy dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they you were enjoying your massage. Yeah. And and I I I don't know. Yeah. They just assumed that I that it would bring me joy. Well, because most people do like that. It's we're really in the minority. Yes. And I don't know what it is. You know, I, I um the the dog kisses and the companionship and all of that. I don't uh I just don't long for it. Yeah. And I, you know, we talked about this too a little bit ago in 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 our private conversation about how it could be for this season in life. Mm-hmm. Right? It's possible. And that very well could be for me. I was brought up with a, we had a couple dogs mm-hmm. when I was being raised as a child mm-hmm. and it was fine you know it wasn't like a dog bit me or anything like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't bond with either one of the dogs that we had you know one was like I was too little and it died when I was pretty young and the other one was my brother's dog and I didn't really like it you know mm-hmm. everybody loved the dog but I but I was like oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> it was okay it's stealing the attention that I want <laughs> well it it, it <laughs> It pooped in my room, Catherine. My room was very particular. Yeah. And it went in there and it just was like, I'll show you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a bonding experience there. Then we had, when I started having kids, I was raising humans. I was trying to keep humans alive. And then the thought of having another living thing that depended on me mm-hmm. was a stressful thought. That's how I felt, too. Yeah. But we're outnumbered again in that whole thing. I know. Yeah. I, I You know, it's just, it's the it's the dog hair. It's the... Licking. Um, the licking and the saliva and yeah. all those things. I, I don't, I just, I don't know. And the sniffing. The sniffing. The sniffing. And where they go to sniff. And where they go to yeah, sniff. come and, on now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, we're going down another trail. Yeah, we are. <laughs> so let's, okay. So, so our listeners, you guys are, are hearing us talk about our own experiences, but now let's talk about the pros and cons. All right. Because if somebody is trying to figure out whether or not they should get a pet, mm-hmm. that's what I want them to leave with from right. this episode is, okay, what, what are the steps? What do I do if, I, if I'm thinking about getting a pet? What are the pros? What are the cons? Mm-hmm. What you got? Well, we'll start with the pros. All right. Because the bond between uh, people and pets is it's really it is. strong it's real. for most people and yeah. it is real and it could bring happiness it can increase fitness and lower stress um and it's a fact study after study it's been proven that you can uh, one can have de- decreased blood pressure decreased cholesterol levels decreased triglyceride levels decreased feelings of loneliness uh, increased opportunities for exercise or, or outdoor activities, which goes to say the right, whole fitness thing. Right, go for a thing. walk, yeah. Mm-hmm. Increased opportunities for socialization. And it's funny, I'll have to say on a different website, it said something about a date magnet. could be a date magnet for you. I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard that on dating websites that if you put a picture of yourself with your pet, you're more way more likely to get clicked on or swiped on or whatever they call yeah. it. Yeah, well, not to mention the fact if you're out and about, and yeah. you know, uh, it definitely is a magnet for people. They're like, oh, what's you know, what kind of dog, or what's the dog's name? You know, and people make a lot of assumptions out in the public in general. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think I told you this that just a few months ago. I was walking in our little town here. There was a car show going on, and my husband and I were walking up and down. It was really hot, mm-hmm. super hot. 
So we're looking at the cars and I've got a big bottle of water with me. Mm-hmm. And this woman and man are there with their dog and the dog's hairy and panting like mm. crazy. And I'm looking at the dog and I'm like, oh my gosh, the dog looks like it's super hot and it's panting. So it's probably thirsty, right? Mm-hmm. Even though I don't, I don't, whatever, no dogs. But I can figure that out. And so I said to the woman, would you like some water for your dog? Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh my gosh, yes, thank you. So she pulls out this like retractable bowl. Oh yeah, yeah, we have that. Okay, she sets it up uh-huh. and I give the dog my water. Well, then there's somebody behind me going, oh, oh, that's so cute, you know, like that. And then one of the people, I can't recall now if it was the owner of the dog or the woman behind me, said, oh, you must be a dog lover. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, actually, no. No. <laughs> But if I see someone that's thirsty and I have water, I could put that puzzle together and I'm going to offer them a drink, yes. you know. And then the woman behind me gave the dog some of her water. Oh. And I was like, I gave him the water. Yeah. <laughs> I sacrificed. Come if on I would have known you were going to give the water, I would have just drank my water. Right. <laughs> Let you. I'm not doing this for some prize, you know. I just see a thirsty dog yeah anyway Uh uh-huh very good all right so yes they're like a people magnet out there for sure yeah yeah definitely uh okay so all of that i got from the cdc website which we'll put the link in okay and now this website is uh the web md web md has stuff about oh like the health benefits Mm -hmm. of having a dog right i got you and under this section for dogs for the aged, because earlier in our conversation that we had prior to this, we were talking about your in-laws, right? right? And right. that in their elderly age, you could say, right. they finally decided to get a pet. Yeah, my, fa- my father-in-law just turned 80, mm-hmm. and he, for the whole time I've known him, 32 years, mm-hmm. never, he, he was like, dogs don't belong in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a dog out side on his property that had like a dog house you Mm -hmm. know that he could come in and stuff but it was not allowed in the house and he was adamant about that but now he's he he and my um, Mm mother-in-law they just got a puppy cute adorable puppy it's called a german beaver or something like that Uh, yes pure beaver beaver it's like yes it, well, it, it's not like it doesn't it looks weird it's got a w in there yeah but it's because pronounced. it's german yeah anyway it's this cute little fluffy dog mm-hmm. little lap dog mm-hmm. and he really got it for my mother-in-law claudia mm-hmm. but the got dog him. is totally to attached to my father-in-law yes yeah yes funny and yeah and i think the companionship issue is really strong mm-hmm. like he takes the dog out for rides on the golf cart well and the giggles they get yeah. from the funny things the dog does yeah. like when uh remember we were pulling up in, in the, the camera car? yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have a camera on the dog yeah and when the dog hears the garage door go up the dog goes bonkers which yeah. is of course funnier when you see it on camera it is because the dog doesn't know that you're watching it so which exactly. makes it exciting mm-hmm. and you know i can say that maybe i would feel the same way if i right now i'm 55 mm-hmm. but lord willing if i make it to 80 and i'm feeling like you know what i would like to have companionship or somebody mm-hmm. that depends on me or something to take care of yeah i might be in a different season in a different headspace Right. I've thought about that. Like, if anything, God forbid, my kids are gone and I, I lose Kenny. I 
I don't know because with a pet you are confined to home pretty much I mean you could go out but you can't leave for long periods of time I want to be gone yeah I don't want to be I don't think in the house uh I want to be like my mother-in-law just yeah. out traveling and you could get a snake they, no they only no, eat like no. once a month don't want that either <laughs> I mean, nope. how could people bond with a snake? I don't know. Emily wanted a snake Ugh. when she was younger. I, I mean, mean, she really wanted You've got to be able to sleep at night. How are you going to sleep at night with a snake in the oh, house? People do. I guess. No. All right. Are there any okay. other benefits? Yes. Uh, studies have shown that Alzheimer's patients have fewer anxious outbursts if there is an animal in the home. Hmm. And also their caregivers also feel less burden when there's a pet for the Alzheimer patient, particularly if it's a cat, because it generally doesn't need as much care as a dog. But you can absolutely that makes see sense. that. Oh my goodness, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. My mom is extremely attached to her dog. Almost, yeah. well, it, it, I would say it's unhealthy, but mentally it gives her tremendous yeah. comfort and companionship and, that's and wonderful and dogs it, yeah you know dogs throughout the ages have had like real purposes mm-hmm. you know to, to help mankind like through with, the ups and downs sh- in life yeah i and, know and they do the thing with the retrieving like if you shoot something and they run off and get it and bring it back and they do the herding and all that you know like getting all the animals together mm-hmm. they're pretty amazing they really are amazing yeah. there's no doubt about that it, I just don't have the desire to own one and sleep with well, one. Well, you don't have to have animals retrieved and things herded for you at the moment. No, I know. But, I mean, the other benefits. Oh, too, you right. Know, I do <laughs> see the, <laughs> the social the bond. Yeah. yeah. And then it goes on to talk about mind and soul. It, pet owners uh, with AIDS are far less likely to suffer from depression than those without pets. So there's quite a bit on this uh, website too, but they they kind of reflect what the other website said as well. Okay. So those those are just some of the benefits. There's allergy um, benefits as well. So the earlier you introduce an animal to a newborn baby, mm-hmm. then the less likely they'll have uh, that they will have allergies when they get older. Huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's all very good. Yeah. All right, what about the challenges? What about the cons? Well, as as we know, it's a huge responsibility. Yeah. And there are accidents. I have, we, I, we have a friend that um, her dog ate money, their cash. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I think it was like $800 cash. Wow. So did they have to fish I it out? I see that as a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You think? So did they have to... I don't fish remember it out. the end story. Get it? <laughs> For 800 uh, bucks, I'd be fishing it out. Me too. <laughs> Especially since there's cotton in money, which means it might not shred. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't shred in the laundry. Uh, oh, Yeah. And then uh, sometimes they carry diseases, even when they look healthy. Yeah. So those are some disadvantages. Also, if you have a big old dog and you're feeble... Or even if the dog isn't big, but I, in the way uh, yeah. and trips, it can trip you up if you're quite weak um, and you have like sea legs or you're just not That's a very fit. common injury is the dog knocked you, knocked you down mm-hmm. or you got tangled up in the leash. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could break stuff mm-hmm. like bones. Right. 
-hmm. Not to mention, if you really can't afford to have the animal and you go ahead and get one or or you may already have the pet when you've lost your source of income, yeah. that those are that's definitely a disadvantage. It's a disadvantage too if you have an animal that has separation anxiety. Yeah. You can't go anywhere. You know, these are the things that when we notated earlier, don't make an emotional decision to get a pet. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. It's really, if you think about it, mm-hmm. it's way better for the pet if you don't make this emotional decision mm-hmm. if it's really not a good time for you to have a pet. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because at the time when we made that mistake, and that, that was my mistake, mm-hmm. I own that. Because the only reason why I did it, in fact, I was the one who suggested it. Same with me. The with old our pet. Be, yeah. was because one of our boys was going through an emotional time. Mm-hmm. And I gave him a hug and we're both crying. And I'm like, you want to get a puppy? That'll make it better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go look at puppies. Yeah. I would have gotten him an elephant if yeah. I thought it was going to make it better. Right. Mom, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. I did it too. Or My- if, you, if you do do it, like if you are like set on getting a dog, don't do it in the immediate, like to try to fix something. Do your research. Get the right mm. breed. Which we're going to help you with that. Yeah. So for sure. listen to us. Learn from our mistakes. Yes. You're welcome. Because we made them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, I forgot the other thing I was going to say about a disadvantage. Can you think of any besides well, what we named already? Okay. So you've definitely got the the thing. Of, it's really things like time and money. Mm-hmm. You've got to have well, enough always, of both yeah. to be able to take care of the pet. And then the other thing is when they're little, like when they're when you bring a little puppy into your house, it's like having a brand new baby. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to be willing to sacrifice sleep and, you know, you've got to do the training. Mm-hmm. Um, my son and future daughter-in-law who adopted a pit bull, they fell in love with this pit bull and they committed to the dog's training. Oh, commitment is huge. They had you to. Because this, this dog had some issues from whatever its former life because this was a rescue. Mm-hmm. And the dog is great, mm-hmm. but it required for my son and future daughter-in-law for them to put out some money mm-hmm. for training, excellent training. And they had to commit to it and they have to remain consistent. So I think that's really important for anybody who is thinking of getting a pet is to make sure everybody's on board that lives in the house. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it really isn't fair to ask somebody to sacrifice, you know, I I think it needs to be a unanimous decision. I believe so as well. If if it's not a unanimous decision, then that means that somebody's kind of they're going to carry the burden. Yeah, and they're caving for the sake of the whole, but it's really not going to be a good situation. Mm-hmm. Not ideal anyway. Mm-hmm. So wait till everybody's on board. Exactly right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then do your research. Breeds of dogs especially are so unique. That's very true. You're going to want to know how big does that dog get, mm-hmm. right? How long does it live? Yes, how long does it live? Because what's mm-hmm. going to happen? We're, we're all going to die, mm-hmm. every single person. Right. And every living thing's going to come to an end. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen when you die? Some animals, too, are prone to uh, hip displacement or displacement or hip problems. Yes. You know, things like that that you might not be ready for. Or, yeah. Yeah. And what if, you, what if your dog requires a big 
um, doctor visit or emergency hospital right. visit. I mean, do you have a couple thousand dollars sitting around right. that you can mm-hmm. plunk down for the dog? Because you just need to think all those things through mm-hmm. for the sake of the dog. Yeah. You really do. Yeah. You know, I just remembered one other disadvantage. I had thought and for a long time kept this stance on uh, whether or not to get a cat. Mm. I didn't want cats because I didn't want us to not be able to have company, people who have allergies to cats. So I always thought, well, I I don't want cats because if we want company and somebody happens to be allergic to the cats, they can't come. But of course, I caved into to the that as well that was also our kids yeah that rotten kids <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's about it for disadvantages all right Seriously. well we've gone over the pros we've gone over the cons mm-hmm. now what about tips on picking just the right one yeah so some things to think about okay before uh you go and do what we did <laughs> <laughs> and this is a website we're going to link right mm-hmm. in the show notes okay right Ask yourself these questions before getting a pet. How long will this animal live? So we talked about that just a little bit. What does the pet eat? Because we're not just talking about dogs and cats. You know, it could also be a horse is very expensive. Yeah. So so do a budget. Mm -hmm. How much is it going to cost you to feed and all that? Well, and be sure that you can get the kind of food that your Mm -hmm. pet has, like certain snakes. I don't know what they eat, but you got to think about that. Do you want to be handling mice? No. (laughs) (laughs) how much uh exercise does the pet need if i suppose you live if you live in an area where like in a high-rise apartment i don't think the pet you know easily you can't just open your back door and let the pet go (laughs) right (laughs) or perhaps one you you might be so busy that you can't give the pet the the exercise that the pet deserves uh how large will it become hmm and that's also indicative of how large other things that come out of the pet will become. Oh, right? yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> how much will it cost for vet- veterinary care? Uh, do I have enough time to properly care for and clean up after the pet? Hmm. That's a big one when your kids are talking you into a yeah. pet. Yeah. Because guess who cleans up the mess mostly? Did you know there's a business Yes, uh, yes, I do know that. Okay. Where they... And especially in the spring. So we live in the Chicago area. Mm -hmm. So obviously we have snow. Mm -hmm. And when dogs are doing their business in the backyard and it's wintertime, it's just sitting there Mm -hmm. in the snow. But Mm -hmm. when the snow melts, there it is. Mm -hmm. Months worth of stuff. Yeah. And there are businesses that'll come around and pick all that up. Mm -hmm. Not my... I don't... I'm not in that business. No, you would not. I don't think you would do that if it was the last business on earth. I'm, I'd, yeah, I'd be hard pressed. Mm. What type of habitat does this pet need to be healthy? What type of exercise does this pet need? Which I think we covered that. Mm-hmm. Are pets allowed in my house, apartment, or condominium? Are there young children, older people, or people with weak immune systems who will care for? who will care for or be around the pet. Hmm. So those are some questions to to ask yourself yeah. beforehand. You should always, too, check with your local government, you know, village, city, whatever, because you may need to register the pet. You might need a dog tag. 
I think they all need dog tags. Do they? they oh, yeah. And you get them from the village, don't you, where you live or whatever? Oh, or do you get them from the veterinarian? No, I, we got ours from the vet. Yeah. Well, check with your yeah. local government and find out what are the rules. Like, can yeah. you have your pet off leash or is that a no-no? Yeah. Whether or not Stuff it needs like to that. be spayed or... You require that? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's required. Well, See check into we it. Check yeah. into it if you're thinking about getting a pet. Don't mm-hmm. make an emotional decision because it's you could regret it. Mm-hmm. I always say this about pets, puppies, and husbands. Mm-hmm. It's always better to want one oh, that you don't have yeah. than to have one that you don't want. Yeah, <laughs> right, that's, Kat? That's right. Yeah, you had said that a million times. Mm-hmm. All right, are you ready for some scripture? Yep. Let's give it Genesis chapter one, going back to the beginning. Verse 28, it says this. This is from the New International Version. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So There we go. Yeah. That's our responsibility. It is. Take care of them. Take care of God's creatures. Mm-hmm. All right. Amen. Amen to that. All right. Well, this has been a great episode. And what are we doing next time, Catherine? Next week. Birth. Oh, yay. So birth. I'm wondering why we didn't just put babies. Birth but sounds we better. <laughs> birth and perhaps some talk on Call the Midwife, which is a program. Yeah. What's it on? Is it on Prime or Netflix? Well, now it's on Netflix. Okay. But it was a BBC program. So it's a series, mm-hmm. and it's um, set in 1800s, uh, 1900s? 1950s. 1950s? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, late 40s into the 50s. Okay. Uh, even early 60s, actually. And it's sure. about these midwives. Yes, the midwives and their lives. And, uh, of course, also um, you're in and out of stories of the people who... The characters. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting. Really yeah, tune in. I've, I've not seen that program. I'm going to try to watch oh, an episode or two before um, we record next week. Mm-hmm. But I have plenty of experience with birth. So You do indeed. Yeah. All right. Well, you've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm still comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. Co-host. Co-host. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>